Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome, welcome to She's All Over the Place, the Women Empowerment Series. I have an amazing guest on for you today. She is an original, definitely one of a kind from Colombia. And uh, she's an NFT artist. She's a mother and she's now living in America. And we're going to talk about art today, being an NFT artist and transformation and just really making an impact. So with no further ado, let's welcome Jimena Bunavida. Thank you so much, Katie. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. So how are you today? I'm great. I also feel like I'm going like a thousand miles an hour. It's my birthday today. The day hasn't really been going as I planned it to be, which is very common. I'm super grateful to be here. It's grounding to me to come, like to talk to people and have this type of in-depth conversations. Um, and so I'm grateful. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, just feel very connected uh, yeah. with you, with your energy. And yeah. Yeah. I feel so honored on your birthday. You're with me. Thank you so much. I honor you. And this really means a lot. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Scor- fellow Scorpio. I know. Very cool. Yay. <laughs> I met your art in person. Yeah. And gave and I, get, I got to give them a hug and yeah. meet everybody around. That was amazing. That's so cool. So I Yeah. I wanted to go to the gallery in Venice. I wanted to be there, but I was still in Detroit at the time, but I came like a few weeks after, but we're all, we're all crossing energies from state to state. <laughs> That's so cool. So let's just dive in, I guess, to being, since we're talking about NFTs, like when did you first find out about NFTs and how did you become an NFT artist? I found NFTs in February and I wasn't looking for them. (laughs) I had started making art as a result of a deep kind of inner healing uh, experience with a therapist and uh, had freed uh, a lot of parts of myself to, uh, you know, embody my creative energy through painting, watercolors and acrylics. And at that point, I had started feeling that I wanted to start making money with uh, what I loved, uh, which was creating art. Mm-hmm. And I had just at that point started like hanging my art at coffee shops here in St. Louis, where I live right now in Missouri and all of a sudden I hear or read something about people and you know like we all know he he made like 69 million dollars from this art that he made over a period of 10 years where he drew pictures in his computer digital images uh you know every day for 10 years and so I'm not gonna lie I mean 69 million I was like what (laughs) what Mm -hmm. is this guy so I started digging a little more and then the next thing that really called my attention was he also went to school for computer science which I did as well I'm an engineer I was a a computer programmer for about 13 years and how I ended up in the states is because I applied for a master's in computer science and I got a master's um, Where did you go to school? I went to school in Southern Illinois at a school called uh, SIU, SIU Carbondale, so Southern Indian University, Salukis. I don't know uh, <laughs> if anyone follows basketball. I love basketball. Um, but anyway, so again, like he's only an art. And then he is an artist that was previously a computer scientist. And I was like, oh, hi, like we have a lot of things in common. And then the next layer that I that I heard from him or read was that he was also a parent of 
little ones. And that, you know, even through the trenches of being a parent, he decided that he was going to make daily time for himself to create uh, without any expectations so that he could improve his art and uh, improve his knowledge and tools, whatever, get better as an artist overall. And so when he said that, I was like, I was going through that same journey. Like at that point, we were still kind of at the end of the pandemic, uh, which uh, my kids are three and five at the time were like three and four or, you know, uh, anyways, and through the pandemic, I, and we took them out of the school and I became a homeschooler, which I have no background in education, all along to say it became very very, very intense uh, because the childcare was kind of all on me for the most part. My husband continued to go to work and there was no break, to be honest with you. So art was like the oxygen mask, you know, like with oxygen before anyone else that was art for me. And anyways, uh, he said like NFTs. And I was like, okay, and that's how I'm selling my art. And I was like, digital art. I have no background in digital um, anything. Or at the point, like zero, I didn't know how to use Photoshop. Uh, I used it a little bit through like my experience with web design and things like that, but had not really uh, any expertise in depth to create art. And so I started digging. And the first thing that I did was uh, go in Instagram. And I literally just typed NFTs. And there was a guy uh, that posted this thing where he said, hey, I'm going to be giving uh, a chat in Clubhouse about NFTs. If you want to attend it, uh, just let me know. Like, it was like, I I understood nothing from that little sentence that I just said. You know, I didn't know what Clubhouse was. I didn't know what NFTs was, other than I had just connected it with people. And so I texted or DM'd the person and I said, what is this? Do you mind? Like, can I attend this chat? So he replied and said, sure, I need your phone number. Uh, to send you an invite. And I was like, oh, this is totally a scam. <laughs> and I'm a very private person, or at least was even more in December. You know, I was like, I never had anything public. This whole Instagram account that I had with my R was kind of like stepping outside of my comfort zone. Something told me that I needed to send my phone number to this stranger. I would have never done that. But at that point, I was like, you know, if something weird comes up, I can always get a new number. Who cares? Send my number. He sends me the invite immediately. I download the app and literally welcome to the rabbit hole. And it's been like nine months, almost 10 months of just incredibly amazing learnings. And yeah, I, I can go into more detail, but that's how can I, I uh, ended up in NFTs. I was looking for a way to sell my art and that seemed to be a very easy way to do it online. I didn't have to package anything. I had kids. I was terrified of like letting my customers down because I needed to pack something and I didn't send, like take it to the mail office, whatever. So this seemed just a very straightforward way to monetize my passion and I didn't know anything about community. I didn't know any artists, much less anyone in NFTs. Uh, I um, searched for a podcast there was really only one podcast that came with NFTs, went to YouTube. It was just all very complicated and it's almost hard for me to verbalize it. But even though I was really understanding 
5% of what I was listening. There was this other very intuitive part of me that was incredibly captivated and drawn into like just wanting to give that a try. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, um, I'm listening to everything you're saying. And to to go deeper, I feel because um, the kids being homeschooled, because of the pandemic, because of the whole world blowing up in a sense, it sounds like you went against um, the parameters of what you would normally do under the circumstances of taking a risk to give your number. You took, you know, new risks and new steps and you found yourself in a whole new world now because you're, you know, uh, that's how you and I met on Clubhouse and you're very popular in Clubhouse and you're very popular in the NFT space in our community and everyone loves you. and You're very kind and gracious in the rooms and the spaces and with the communication. Yeah. And so like, I think, you know, I know I look up to you and I feel like, you know, people look up to you, especially women and you're a mom. So it's like, it was new for you, but you're walking on this beautiful path. And so I, I love your work. I love the colors of your work. And I think it's really, really beautiful. So it, about your art, like I know how you take the negative thoughts that come into our heads, the emotions that hold us back, and you're able to apply them onto a canvas and you're able to apply them, you know, digitally, you're able to apply that to the art. So do you want to talk about your process a bit? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your kind words. Yeah, it's been a journey. I was never, I guess, this vocal. So FYI, I'm a, a huge introvert. FYI, when I started in Clubhouse in February, I was so terrified of speaking that if I said anything, it would uh, I would write it like write it down and read it. <laughs> it would just go off like completely disconnecting and just boring for people. Or I would feel so nervous that it was like for months and months, like I felt like somebody literally had like their feet on my throat. I like every time I would speak, it would just be like so, so hard. And my kids would cry in the background. So I would unmute and I would have to say like, oh, I'm sorry. The kids started screaming or like they literally just went in their pants because they were like, you know, potty training. And so it was like this whole rebirthing to be transparent is how I'm translating this, this whole journey for me has also brought up like a lot of expression, a lot of chaos, a lot of feelings that I repressed within. Yeah. And I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. And a lot of those feelings have been chaotic have been anger and rage yeah and it has come through my kids it has come through me I'm completely vulnerable and transparent with my experience that I through many many years but also like through these last 10 months I've experienced a lot of dips a lot of you know kind of me going back into like feeling depressed into questioning the whys yeah um and I think uh I'm only saying this to say that that is exactly kind of what I want to represent with my art. Me too. Me it's too. Okay I love it. Okay to feel yep. your feelings. Yes. It's okay oh. to use those feelings as a way to map where you want to go as a human. Yes. You know, and can you do it through color, bright colors? But on the opposite, I never thought like right. uh, you know, like I know you're, we're doing video and this is only a recording. You can see me and there is like a little corner here of a watercolor that is very mute. So like 
my physical art was always like I was prior NFTs. Like I wanted to be mute. I wanted to be accommodating. I wanted to say the words that people expected me to say. I wanted to deliver in the way that I thought I was expected to deliver. And, I, you know, there is a lot of layers. I know that we want to kind of wrap it soon, but also there is a lot of cultural, you know, part of it, like growing as a Latina in Colombia, you know, like women are supposed to like be quiet. Women are supposed to kind of just a step, you know, take a step back. Um, and so all of those things and, and a lot more other reasons, uh, you know, I would just always like, in a way, like taking myself back. You know, like even when I, I work in corporate America for many years, because um, part of also a reason for what I do art is that I come from an scarce mindset, you know, a, a mindset of we don't have enough, like don't share because, you know, if we share anything like I'm talking about physical belongings or or your knowledge or whatever who you are like you know you're gonna probably run out or whatever energy or whatever mm -hmm. you know like uh and so a beautiful awakening for me has been to understand and to really feel this so deeply that we are at a time where I think abundance in all areas I'm talking financial abundance creativity sensuality sexuality self-love external love like it's like an access for all of us yeah and this is something that came through one of my breathing exercises which was this surrounding feeling i saw myself inside a circle of light which represented a bubble created by god by the universe and in a way like hugging me and telling me you are home and you thought you were going to be taken away or your energy was but guess what this light that you're seeing around you it's a light that will never go away it's a light that represents that you are protected but that you are also a giving human a giving being mm -hmm. and this bubble will never burst like period mm -hmm. and so the circles that you see in a lot of my pieces come from that vision that I had during meditation is the sense of abundance of being at peace and to knowing that like what it's yours nobody will take that away oh um, I love that oh, I love everything you're saying I totally identify and I know a lot of other people will identify too and by you saying this language and getting it out there and breaking the barriers of not being held back from what you were told to people please to be a good girl to do all those things by breaking out of that I see and feel the rebirth and I too have gone through transformations and I identify and I thank you for sharing that and collectively we share it together it becomes more magnetic more solidified and other people can speak their voice and you know share the same language and dance and stories that we're sharing and I was totally wondering the the circle in your work because I always see the geometric shapes but I was definitely wondering about the circle in particular it's very very special yeah yeah and so you obviously see a notice or anyone that that looks at my art is just basic geometry basic like just shapes and lines and circles, triangles. And the meaning behind that is, well, number one, uh, it just, for whatever reason, is appealing to me, obviously. But then the other part that I want to bring to my art is a transformation from very convoluted, depressed, repression, anger, dark feelings, and feelings that sometimes we as humans 
like kind of tend to think that we can't get out of them into so a transformation into the simplicity of taking simple actions to reconnect with your inner child. And that is really what I, you know, what I want to portray and like really just share that sometimes we think is harder. And I think the path to healing is one that is not as hard if we kind of take it consistently. How, what are some ways you connect to your inner child that you haven't mentioned yet? Well, I, I already mentioned it, but breathing, deep breathing exercises are incredibly healing. And so Wim Hof. He is my guy. And then I don't know if you're familiar with the work of Dr. Nicole Lepera. She is on Instagram. She's a PhD psychologist that kind of through her own practice, talking to, to patients, kind of realized that that wasn't really taking her and her patients anywhere. Like she, she always found, found to be stuck. And so she uh, has this system uh, of just inner child awareness. It's like all, like mostly self-awareness. But anyway, she has 30-second uh, bullet journal and it's called the Future Self Journal. I may be shopping the name, but it's something like that, the Future Self Journal. And it's like five prompts. And I do that every morning and it just sets my day. And lately, kind of the answers are around like creativity, right? Like, like we're in a fast-paced world like nfts <laughs> if anyone like is in it uh knows exactly what i'm saying but we're all going so fast right chasing this fomo or chasing the next uh project and so it is exciting but it's also unhealthy and it's also in all transparency very different to what i feel like you know i want to embody it i don't want to embody fomo i don't want to embody a scarcity uh i want like embodied abundance i want to embody loss and so you know there is like a little bit of conflict you know what's going on kind of in in that and you know from those two perspectives you know i also feel like the the level of humanity in the space, uh, you know, the word like community is thrown a lot and everybody just uses it all the time. But it's really something really important to me. And it's something that, as I mentioned earlier at the beginning of this chat, I was not looking for it when I started. I didn't even know what community was. And it wasn't until I realized that nobody was there to give me a platform. Instead, it was me who was responsible for creating my own platform, it was only then that I realized and really understood what community meant. And I'll share really quickly uh, that, you know, I share how I, I listen in Clubhouse and connected with people. And I loved everybody in the platform. I love everybody that, that was there. Uh, but like it started feeling a little clicky. It started resembling a little bit of the clicks that I felt in high school, for example, you know, with like the cooler guys or girls and things like that. And I was like, no, number one, I'm feeling that I have so much to share. And number two, I was like, what happens with those of us that don't speak English, that don't necessarily know how to break into the conversations and uh, that need a more intimate setting to connect at a deeper level? And it was then when I branched out into Twitter spaces and Twitter spaces is another voice platform just to share like live conversations. And I started like just opening my rooms there at like 5.30 a.m. in the morning. I started like before my kids woke up. And I would just open up the mic and say, hi, uh, I'm an NFT artist. I've sold 100 NFTs at the time. And this is insane. 
like I literally walked into this space with the biggest imposter syndrome and through moving in, into in the space with like intuition and just kind of organic relationships like I can't believe like where I am and I also feel like if I have unlocked something I feel like anyone can do the same and I'm horrible at giving advice but I'm an open book and I want to share my experience and I hope that my experience unlocks anything for anyone to take action on their own path and yeah here I am talking to you and somebody that I deeply admire and I feel incredibly blessed to be talking to you today. Oh you're so sweet and I appreciate you and thank you for sharing your process and how you show up and so you're doing this um, you know as a human and you're doing this to be a part of the community and find your voice and find like a new medium and a new way to you know create through your heart with your art and so that shows up while doing this on a personal level it's deep rooted on a business level too so that's that was like a, a business tech savvy career choice that you made because you know to get, I mean you have children so I'm like oh 5 30 that's very um advantageous you know <laughs> like uh, waking up and like I wish I mean some people are just morning people and I just always wish I could like be that early bird you know um to do that and some people just work differently but your circumstances you have children so then you're gonna align with the frequency with other people who maybe have daily responsibility of children so then you're gonna align maybe with a different crowd of the crowd maybe you want to really connect with whereas I don't know you know um I just feel like there's some synchronicities of your community when you show up to other people who are showing up when you're able to show up for yourself and then you can show up for others so when I show up like you know you jumped on on Friday when I jumped on and same thing imposter syndrome really scary in March I when I published my first poetry book a lover's fairy tale um this amazing professor helped me because he published many books and he said um oh yeah I'll I'll help you and I was giving him these algorithm hacks and I'm like you know the number way to bust through the algorithm is to go live it's the number one thing you can do by going live so you know do stories four to five times a week on the Instagram and the number one thing is to go live and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna do it and I went live and this was in no I'm sorry this was before March this was maybe like January February I went live I'm like I'm gonna do it I was so nervous and so scared and I did it and I'm like I'm gonna do this more often and Friday in October was the first time I did it since I said I was gonna do it all the time so it's like in my mind I'm like oh I'm gonna do it all the time but like almost like eight or nine months passed or whatever and I didn't do it so you know the imposter syndrome is a big thing and when we tell ourselves we're gonna do something you know in our mind it just goes in a cycle over and over again and we just can't pass that energetic pattern that barrier to show up for self and to do it and so I did it and you you showed up there and a lot of people came and went and it was like really cool and I was like oh wow and I'm like I'm gonna do this more often but then the next day when I woke up I felt horrible and uh, that that stuff that you talk about um you know the emotions that cloud us that get in our way I just there was in the moment I felt good and I liked it but the next day I felt like a lot of my energy felt weird and so I'm like I'm gonna do that but maybe not as long like I'm gonna show up but maybe I won't stay on as long like I showed up to like check in with people on a Friday but it's a fine tune and it's that energy to be like okay I'm gonna do it and then you don't do it but then you're like okay I'm gonna do it and then you do it but then maybe you overextend yourself so it's like each individual has to find their own voice and show up for themselves when it's good for them on the Twitter on the clubhouse on wherever to take personal time for self and to take more time to take less time so there's no right or wrong it's a dance you know and so you share your story I share a little bit of you know an extension off of what you said for something that happened to me and hopefully the listener who's tuning in can find you know their happy medium of what works for them 
that. Absolutely love what you're saying because this morning I was running things out like errands and doing things on the driver's license office. And I was like, I wonder what, what topics are going to come, you know, in our conversation. Being blessed to be invited now to like a couple of these podcasts and lives. And by the way, all these social media stuff is incredibly new to me. Uh, and it's, it's a very big step of courage and a very big leap of faith uh, for me to put myself in this type of platforms. And I'm grateful for having the opportunity to be heard, you know, and it is exactly what you just said, uh, what came to me this morning. And I was like, you know, I feel like we put a lot of pressure on us. We, we hear things on social media or read things in the news. Uh, there is a lot of pressure to just kind of fit in a box, you know, fit in the society standards. And I feel like for me, like every time I try to put that self-pressure, and I'll give you just a quick example, like of the last few weeks. Uh, if you look at my Instagram feed on the grid, it's a mess. I, like there, I, I post, I post literally like pictures of my art and the art sometimes is brown, sometimes it's square, sometimes it's, you know, it's cut up, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I take screenshots of Twitter and put them on Instagram. Sometimes I take a, a picture of something. I put, like, And I was looking at it the other day and coming from a very self-judgmental uh, point of view and just hitting myself really hard. Like, oh my gosh, how come I'm not like posting enough? How come this isn't pretty? How come? And then when I start going into through like kind of that self-judgment my inner child like and the ego comes and is like see I told you you were not supposed to do any of these things like who do you think you are and I think like very organically what you just said brought to me this thought that and reflection that I've had lately which is in relation to flow and alignment I want to show up authentically and I want to show up in a way that fits me in that day in that very moment and for me there is no balance to be very honest with you like in one time like in the morning I'm trying to like deal with a toddler that has super a lot of emotions that like happens to spill the milk and then the next time like I'm getting a call from somebody inviting me to be part of a platform and then I'm realizing I don't have plans for dinner for the kids then I have to go to the grocery store like there is still a lot of things that I'm kind of working on and what you know what I have been inviting myself to be is like just invite yourself to be in flow and alignment and also realize that you're human and that you have the ability to to make mistakes number one to learn from them and to take a step to just breathe enjoy the moment or just feel any feelings that you have to feel and realign mm -hmm. and just do it differently in ways that are, you know, that are more connecting or that are better for you. And I think allowing myself and giving myself that permission to be human, to rest when I need to rest, to also push, like I'm very intense. I mean, like incredibly intense. Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm very business minded. There is something incredibly healing about the process of number one, creating art from my heart. Number two, putting it in like these like stores, pricing it and marketing. It's all like pushing myself very outside of the comfort zone. And by doing that, like I'm actually like getting like so much healing that I never want to stop selling my art, not for, for the monetary aspect of it, which I'm, as I mentioned, I'm totally okay with the financial abundance too. But it's kind of this cycle of like, it's a cleanse, it's showing up is embodying my confidence is also 
like allowing myself to like communicate what my thoughts are and feel the feelings. Love all that. Love all that. So I, those are some great business tips for aspiring artists and people in it to win it. Uh, what are maybe one or other two business-minded things that are your go-to route? Pardon the natural um, sounds of the doggies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I always tell people when they come to, to my show that I say like cats, dogs, kids, husbands, partners, you know, anyone that's part of your life is welcome and we should just embrace it. Well, my co-star just came on. My co-star says, it's an app, co-star, it says, and I'm not an affiliate, but it says, you are here to develop an intimate, magical relationship with yourself. How apropos is that? Happy birthday to you. I feel like, I think this is a good message for the podcast. (laughs) So here, my two cents for anyone listening that's super new, forget about numbers, literally forget about the followers, forget about, yeah, how many people follow now, likes and all that. Forget about that. Come into the space with the wisdom that you already have with an open mind and be humble. And literally, like everything will just show in alignment for you. Your relationships, the people you connect with, the type of projects that you're part of it. Just move into it and organically. Keep creating from the heart. I think like something that I felt like really hard at the beginning was like, and that I hear people like coming to my show and like asking like, so tell me what kind of art sells? And I'm like, it's the art that comes from your heart. I don't care if it's poetry. I don't care if it's music, if it's 3D, if it's animations, it's still art, if it's pictures of your watercolors. I don't care what it is. If it comes from your heart, that is what is going to sell. And be patient. It takes time. There is also a lot of artists out there but there is also a lot of people collecting art and more and more coming every day so be patient uh keep putting yourself out there talk about yourself from the heart and things will happen okay and then i just want to deep dive real quick when you say be humble so someone might be like what do you mean be humble and maybe they need to go on a self-discovery journey and google and read books on how to be more humble but what do you mean because people are like what do you mean be humble like what does that even mean so what's your take on that i love that question you know probably the answer is gonna come depending on the day what is coming organically for me it's let your guard down that's what humbles mean. Let your guard down. Let the universe, let God, let the people you talk to kind of show you, like show you the way. Like just let it down. Like any resistant thoughts, feelings, attachments to anything, whether it's monetary, whether it's, you know, like maybe like thinking that your art isn't enough, uh, like let all that stuff down. That's what humble means to me. And I feel like with that, like it's almost like you surrender. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like literally you get down on your knees and you're like, shit, like, you know, okay, show me where it, where to go. And like that, like, that's what I mean by humble. Thank so you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We can just sit in that for a minute. Oh, everyone take a deep breath. <laughs> Woo. So thank you so much for all this valuable, valuable, beautiful information, wise words, trading space with us. How can people find you? Twitter by Jimena Buenavida at J-I-M-E-N-A-B-U-E-N-A-V as in Victor, I-V as in David, A, or on Instagram at Jimena, that's B-U-E-N-A, that's V-I-V-A, or on my website, which is www.buenavidaart.com. 
awesome. This has been an impactful conversation. I appreciate you. We'll have um, all your contact information in the show notes so people can follow you immediately and reach out and see your beautiful art. And uh, is it okay if they DM you if they have any questions or anything? DMs are open 100%. Yes. Cool, cool. Sounds good. Rock and roll. Shine on, shine on. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on She's All Over the Place. You're amazing, Katie. Thank you so much for this. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kitty Eki, over and out. <laughs>